Section 20. This and that and the other. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This and that and the other by Hilaire Belloc. Section 20. Chapter 18. The Crooked Streets. Why do they pull down and do away with the crooked streets, I wonder, which are my delight and hurt no man living? Every day the wealthier nations are pulling down one or another in their capitals and their great towns. They do not know why they do it, neither do I. It ought to be enough, surely, to drive the great broad ways which commerce needs and which are the life channels of a modern city, without destroying all the history and all the humanity in between the islands of the past. For note you, the crooked streets are packed with human experience and reflect, in a lively manner, all the chances and misfortunes and expectations and domesticity and wonderment of men. One marks a boundary, another the kennel of an ancient stream, the third a track some animal took to cross a field hundreds upon hundreds of years ago. Another is the line of an old defense, Another shows where a rich man's garden stopped long before the first ancestor one's family can trace was born. A garden, now all houses, and its owner, who took delight in it, turned to be a printed name. Leave men alone in their cities. Pester them not with their futilities of great governments, nor with the fads of too powerful men, and they will build you crooked streets of their very nature, as moles throw up the little mounds or bees construct their combs. There is no ancient city but glories, or has gloried in a whole poison and multitude of crooked streets. There is none, however, wasted and swept by power, which, if you leave it alone to natural things, will not breed crooked streets in less than a hundred years, and keep them for a thousand more. I know a dead city called Timgad, which, the sands or the barbarians of the atlas overwhelmed fourteen centuries ago it lies between the desert and the algerian fields high up upon a mountainside its columns stand even its fountains are apparent though their waterways are choked it has a great forum or market-place all flagged and even and the ruined walls of its houses mark its emplacement on every side all its streets are straight set out with a line, and by this you may judge how a Roman town lay when the last order of Rome sank into darkness. Well, take any other town which has not thus been mummified and preserved, but has lived through the intervening time, and you will find that man, active, curious, intense, in all the fruitful centuries of Christian time, has endowed them with crooked streets, which kind of streets are the most native to Christian men. So it is with our less so it is with Nimes, so it is with old Rome itself, and so it is with the city of London, on which by special providence the curse of the straight street has never fallen, so that it is to this day a labyrinth of little lanes. It was intended, after the great fire, to set it all out in order with piazzas and boulevards and the rest, but the English temper was too strong for any such nonsense and the streets and the courts took to the natural lines which suit us best. The Renaissance, indeed, everywhere began this plague of vistas and of avenues. 
it was determined three centuries ago to rebuild Paris as regular as a chessboard, and nothing but money saved the town, or rather the lack of money. You may to this day see in a square called the Place de Vosges what was intended, but when they had driven their straight street two hundred yards or so, the exchequer ran dry, and thus was old Paris saved. But in the last seventy years they have heard it badly again. I have no quarrel with what is regal and magnificent, with splendid ways of a hundred feet or more, with great avenues and lines of palaces. But why should they pull down my nest beyond the river? Straw Street and Rat Street, and all those winding belts round the little church of St. Julian the Poor, where they say that Dante studied, and where Danton, in the madness of his grief, dug up his dead love from the earth on his returning from the wars. Crooked streets will never tire a man, and each will have its character, and each will have a soul of its own. To proceed from one to another is like travelling in multitude, or mixing with a number of friends. In a town of crooked streets it is natural that one should be the moneylender's street, and another that of the burglars, and a third that of the politicians, and so forth through all the trades and professions. Then also, how much better are not the beauties of a town seen from crooked streets? Consider those old Dutch towns where you suddenly come round a corner upon great stretches of salt water, or those towns of central France from which one street and then another show you the Gothic in a hundred ways. It is as it should be when you have the back of Chartres Cathedral towering up above you, from between and above two houses gabled and almost meeting. It is what the builders meant when one comes out from such fissures into the great place, the parvis of the cathedral, like a sailor from a river into the sea. Not that certain buildings were not made particularly for wide approaches and splendid roads, but that these, when they are the rule, sterilize and kill a town. Napoleon was wise enough when he designed that there should lead us all up beyond the Tiber to St. Peter's, a vast imperial way. But the modern nondescript horde which has made Rome its prey is very ill-advised to drive those new straight streets foolishly, emptily, with mean facades of plaster and great gaps that will not fill. You will have noted in your travels how the crooked streets gather names to themselves which are as individual as they, and which are bound up with them as our names are, with all our own human reality and humour. Thus I bear in mind certain streets of the town where I served as a soldier. There was the street of the three little heaps of wheat, the street of the trumpeting moor, the street of the false heart, and an exceedingly pleasant street called Who Grumbles at It, and another short one called The Street of the Devil in His Haste, and many others. From time to time those modern town councillors from whom heaven has wisely withdrawn all immoderate sums of money and who therefore have not the power to take away my crooked streets and put straight ones in their place, change old names to new ones. Every such change indicates some snobbery of the time, some little battle exaggerated to be a great thing, some public fellow or other in Parliament or what not, some fad of the learned or of the important in their day. Once I remember seeing in an obscure corner a twist of dear old houses, built before George the Third was king, and on the corner of this row was painted Kipling Street, late Nelson Street. 
Upon another occasion I went to a little Norman market town up among the hills, where one of the smaller squares was called the Place of the Three Mad Nuns. And when I got there after so many years, and was beginning to renew my youth, I was struck all of a heap to see a great enameled blue and white affair upon the walls. They had renamed the triangle, they had called it the Place Victor Hugo. However, all you who love crooked streets, I bid you lift up your hearts. There is no power on earth that can make man build straight streets for long. It is a bad thing, as a general rule, to prophesy good or to make men feel comfortable with the vision of a pleasant future. But in this case I am right enough. The crooked streets will certainly return. Let me boldly borrow a quotation which I never saw until the other day, and that in another man's work, but which, having once seen it, I shall retain all the days of my life. O passe graviori debit deus, his quoque finum, or words to that effect. I can never be sure of a quotation, still less of a scansion, and anyhow, as I am deliberately stealing it from another man, if I have changed it so much, the better. The end of section 20, the end of chapter 18.